Welcome to Marvel Cinematic University, the podcast where we recapped all the Marvel movies up to Infinity War. You know the drill. And if you know anything about us, you know anything about Marvel, you know something very special happened today. Well, I think I'm releasing this tomorrow morning, so yesterday we had the first trailer drop for the movie Captain Marvel, the most anticipated Marvel movie since the one before last. Uh, so to help talk about that, uh, I'm here. I'm Jay Christie. I realize I didn't introduce myself. So is the rest <laughs> of the crew. Uh, Anthony Canton third. Anthony, how are you? Hey, I'm good. It's good to be back with y'all. Uh, I definitely would say the same. Jerome Chang. Jerome? I missed y'all. I'm just happy to be here. And uh, Nitsan Bluffstein, how are you? I'm fantastic. I missed you guys too. All right. Since we got those pleasantries out of the way. Let's talk about it. The most the most important two minutes in Anthony Canton's life since he had to look his wife in the eye and say, I do. Anthony, how do you feel? <laughs> that is, what a great segue, Jake. You are the best for that. Listen, man, uh, I am so excited because I I really do feel it. And I, and I said it earlier, but I really do feel this way. This movie is going to set up the entire future of the MCU. Uh, and the trailer kind of alluded to that with some things. And I understand some people don't really know Captain Marvel's story too well. So, it, you know, it could th- throw some people off as to what it's going to be. We've already heard from Kevin Feige that she's going to be the face of the MCU. And the idea of the Kree and Skrull storyline, and just for a little background on that, um, in the comics there's a secret invasion storyline where the Kree and Skrull, uh, you know, there's a war that happens between them and i think the scrolls are the ones that can shape shift into people and as we see in the trailer uh one of the best parts was uh brie larson's uh, carol danvers uh punching a grandma on the train yes. and, and the grandma <laughs> and the grandma on the train i i'm pretty sure probably is a scroll so we're going to see that storyline so that may lead to Uh, future iterations of what the Avengers might be because if we assume that Captain Marvel is going to be a leader of the Avengers then that type of storyline could open up so many doors for brand new villains and brand new stories so I'm just excited to see Captain Marvel and how she's going to be introduced and uh, and of course the story I trust Marvel so I know they're going to do right by by me and the fans so I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. Uh, Jerome, what was your favorite part of the trailer? Um, I should probably start off because just earlier I went nice when I uh, when Nancy was talking about punching an old lady. I'm not for punching old women. I just know <laughs> that's like an alien, so that was like a cool scene. I, was, I mean, I, that, that Jerome, nobody needed that clarification. Yeah, I, from you. Yeah. you know what? You know what? I don't trust. Not a Twitter. single person I don't, I don't, on I don't, this planet I don't, I don't, thinks I that you're like out here punching grandmas. Sorry. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's the, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this, but like in a really exciting way. I I don't know anything really about the Captain Marvel story. Uh, I know a little bit about the Korean scrolls and, and all that. I don't even know if I said it correctly just now, but it's just super exciting. The way what Anthony talked about how this seems to open up a whole new world to it and I could be completely misinterpreting this, but that whole part where she's talking about like different parts of herself. Are we talking multiverse? Is this like what we're looking at? Or what am I understanding when I look at that and you see what appears to be different versions of herself? Like, I don't know what's going on, but it's super exciting. And it's Brie Larson and it's Marvel and I can't wait. All right. Uh, Nitz? 
Okay, not to be a downer, but I didn't like the trailer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry. That's <yes>. fine. <laughs> um, I'm also, okay, I was not a huge Brie Larson fan, but I actually am really excited for her in this. Just mm-hmm. like on your note that it's Brie Larson, I think she's going to be dope in as Captain Marvel, whatever. But I, it's, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I know a little bit of the background, so you could kind of catch, like, little things here and there. Obviously, like, the movies always deviate a little bit from the comic book, so it's not like you can catch everything. But I don't know. I thought it was I, I thought it was going to be so much more. I'm so sorry, guys. No, that's so cool. fine. I, you no, know I what? Think, yeah. The blockbuster moment was the coolest, if we're doing favorite <laughs> part of the trailer. If, that was great. The first time I watched it, Nitz, I didn't, like, I was just like, okay. Like, right? I, I didn't feel anything right away. Subsequent watches, I started feeling more things about it. Like, it starts getting exciting, and I think trying to make sense of it, and again, like, we were all saying that Captain Marvel was going to be a lot of our answers to what happens in Infinity War, and just trying to make a connection with like such limited knowledge. I'm excited to see where it goes. But so I'm starting I, to feel like it's not the answers to Infinity War. You don't think so? No, I, I feel like it's going to be the setup. I think it's what AC is saying. It's going to be the setup for Stage Five, right? We're in Stage Four right now. It's going to be yeah, the setup mm-hmm. for Stage Five. Okay. I don't think it's going to answer shit about Infinity War until maybe like one of the end credits or until we actually get to Infinity War, especially because it's not even set in our time. So you think it's going to be kind of like Captain America First Adventure where it's an isolated yeah. story and then she just shows it. Okay. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be something like that. I think it will probably set up something where you'll probably have some setup of her relationship or how she fits in with like Thanos because obviously – Ronan the Accuser is in this. Shouts to my guy Lee Pace. Uh, mm-hmm. And so clearly Thanos also is in it because if Ronan Accuser is in it, Thanos is in it. Uh, well, like Thanos is like interconnected with it. So I mm-hmm. think you might like get something about how, you know, she relates to Thanos. But I don't think you'll have any specific answers about how she will, as a character, affect Avengers 4. But speaking of the trailer, I did not think the trailer was the greatest movie trailer ever. In fact, honestly, I thought it was a, it was, as far as trailers go, I think it was just a fine trailer. Like, Mm -hmm. it was not. Um, I did enjoy that the music at the beginning, the piano, sounds a lot like uh, the piano of a Muse song I like a lot, but that's neither here nor there. One person's going to tweet about me about that, thanks. Uh, (laughs) If it's you, do it. But anyway, uh, but I think that what it does really well is it, um, for a character that is so not in the mainstream in terms of like consciousness uh that i think that it doesn't it does something that i think a lot a trailer for a character like happy marvel needs to do is it doesn't tell you what the themes of the movie are going to be about it's it introduces Mm -hmm. very nicely what the questions of the movie are like the questions are what are the threats from above what uh you know but most importantly what is this character's backstory what is what is, is is this person someone from Earth? Is this someone not from Earth? Is, how is like the main question of the story? It seems is going to be what is Captain Marvel's relationship to the Earth and the threats facing it? And I think that the trailer puts that front and center. It doesn't make it about the trailer is even though there is like amazing like great scene of her punching all woman because and I love <laughs> that they put that in the trailer because mm-hmm. it's so shocking, uh, <laughs> like it comes so out of nowhere. Uh, but, and also, I, 
I just want to say, maybe that's not an alien. Maybe she just looked at her wrong. Like, you genuinely, you don't know. We don't know that's this true. character. Oh, that's like, true. <laughs> she might be a hothead. Honestly, the first... Guys, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, it. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But the first time I saw it, my first thought was... Because I was, I was kind of like half paying attention. I've watched it three times. So that was the first time I was, like, not fully, like, listening. I was more just watching rather than listening. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell is, like, is well, part of her storyline that she's, like, the worst? But, uh, yeah. But anyway... <laughs> My point is that, like, it, the notice that we don't really see the villain, and we actually don't even see that much of, like, much action. It's mostly the narrative is this woman fell from the sky. She needs to figure out some stuff about herself. Like, that is the mm. narrative we're introduced to. And I think that that's interesting because then that, because it makes us wonder that rather than, like, I feel good that we're not going to be expected to. Uh, just oh. jump in with this character that the movie itself is about figuring out who this character is. As well, you mentioned, but Jake, can we do that though? Like, if she's supposed to save us in Infinity War two, mm-hmm. or whatever we want to call it, Avengers four, can we really waste the movie figuring out her backstory? Like, yeah. we need to figure out how powerful she is. Yeah, why not? Yeah, well, yeah, I assume that those two things. No, go hand because in hand. they tried. Yeah, but look at what. So we were talking about this today online. They did this with Doctor Strange too, mm-hmm. where they tried mm-hmm. to fit in a backstory, a character development, and how powerful he is all into one movie, and it made it. It was stuff. I mean, I think the thing that's going to save this movie in that regard is that it doesn't. It starts while she's already a powerful. That's what I was going to say. Okay. I like that. Yeah, it starts where she's not that. gaining any powers. She's coming in and really it feels more like you're just getting to know her. Yeah, cuz what I th- cuz what I would say is I think this movie has the as a very inverse storyline where rather than uh it, it's not about a person on earth gaining superpowers. It's about someone who has superpowers rediscovering the earth basically. Like I would it so seems this is like Marvel she's like forgotten. Identity? Yeah, it seems like she's like somehow yeah. forgotten how she, that she's from Earth or something like that, and mm-hmm. so it's about like this super powerful warrior, you know, coming to, coming home, which I feel like is a different storyline. Yeah, if it started with her as like, and we're gonna get a bunch of flashbacks, obviously, but if like the mm-hmm. first act was her like being a renegade at, at the uh, the U.S. Air Force, like yeah, that would be the same movie as Doctor Strange, but I don't think that that's the way it's gonna work. I think that though it's gonna be fragmented and memories until it's not. You know what okay. that reminds me of? That kind of reminds me of Man of Steel, what they tried to do with that. Um, okay, yeah. From from the beginning, like, you already see that he's this, uh, he's kind of like this powerful being, but, you know, you see parts of his past and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, if we really look at what this movie is supposed to be, in mm-hmm. reality, in reality, it's just se- it's just setting up the idea that Captain Marvel is going to be the leader of the Avengers going forward. That's really what they've been talking about. Marvel has for the past six months or so um, with Infinity War in play and after Infinity War. So I don't really need to know how she's gonna play in. We, he's Kevin Feige already said she's the most powerful hero we've ever introduced. Okay, so, but convince us of it. You can't just be like she's the most powerful, and then we go into this movie and it's honestly, let's say, the same vibe as the trailer. It's I mean, not really there. But sometimes you don't need. But this is the thing about trailers. Yeah, there are there are instances where yeah, you want to see more in a trailer. But some but sometimes, and I've thought about this recently, and I know Jake has mentioned this before as why he doesn't really like to watch trailers of movies that he's already <laughs> going to see, is that you want to have that experience and 
I think the trailer probably did a good job of just being understated, and I think we're going to see a lot in this movie. Um, I like I said, I'm very excited. I know I think, that we're going to get some great stuff. I think also when it comes to Marvel, particularly their first trailers don't really give you a lot. Like it usually by the second trailer from when I see those, those are the ones that usually like hit for me. Right. For no. example, Infinity War was like the first trailer was like okay, you know, shows up. No. Uh, Stop. But, the first but, Infinity War trailer was epic. It was epic, but about? but it also epic. didn't give you it didn't give you the general plot. No, but that's not what movie. I'm saying. So I'm saying so I'm not saying oh this trailer is lackluster. The movie's mm. gonna be that's like there's mm-hmm. such a disconnect because Suicide um, Squad, if we're talking about it, had the best trailer. Can't wait till we watch it together. I was so fucking excited for that movie, <laughs> and then we all know how that turned out. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying like it's like you said, it was a little underwhelming. I'm concerned. I'm not saying because of the trailer, but I'm concerned they were going to go into this movie and they're writing on the fact that they told us she's going to be the most powerful. You're right. They set her up more than Doctor Strange and it's a different storyline and they've been teasing her for enough movies now that, you know, we're going into that with the expectation that she's going to save us from Thanos. I just am afraid that they're not going to actually convince us of it in a movie. Mm, I don't think that's that's the case. I think that you are when you're saying they told us us the us there is a super small subset of Marvel fans. If you don't right. read what Kevin Feige says on the internet, the movies haven't told you anything about how strong mm-hmm. she is. And right. I think I think if they're good filmmakers, which I I I can't I think it's like outside <laughs> of Kevin Feige, outside of Marvel people's public comments. There really hasn't been that much in the movies about how strong she is. So I don't no. think that they're I don't think that they're making this movie with the assumption everyone knows that uh she's the strong that she's super strong. Like I think that that if they no. are then that's a huge mistake. Because but I think I just maybe they're not doing it with the assumption, but I think they've been teasing it for a little bit in terms of like the placement of where Captain Marvel is mentioned. She's like the hope at the end of Infinity War, yeah. she's the one movie beside Ant-Man that like matters before Avengers 4. Like, I think the general audience, even without reading comments, can understand that this woman is supposed to save us. Well, right? I, and I, point, But that is the plot, yeah. though. Like, I, I guess that I don't want to judge whether or not it does that successfully until the movie comes out. Like, I, I, th- I think that they are that they are definitely setting themselves up to let you down in the way that you're describing it's, but I don't want to... They haven't yet. They, yeah, exactly. Honestly, they've, they've been setting up to let me down, let all of us down for like a while, yeah. I feel like. You're right, they haven't yet, so I got nothing mm-hmm. to base it on. I mean, I kind of want... St- I, I kind of want this to be standalone. So, like, for personally, it's kind of like Black Panther in the sense where we got the the minor tie-in at the end with uh, Winter Soldier, but mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get a, a minor tie-in at the end of this, but I think to tell the story of somebody who's going to be so imp- who's supposed to be really important to the MCU going forward, you kind of need her to have her own space. And I yeah. think this is the this is the perfect it- idea, setting it in the 90s away mm-hmm. from everything, away from Iron Man, Captain America, all these other people. Just but put up- with people that we know, that's what's nice about it. Yeah. It's isolated, well, that's true. but we still get. We get Coulson back, who's super important, as we know. We get Coulson's hair, by the way, highlight. Oh, Coulson's yes. The what? <laughs> Coulson's, Coulson's hair. hair. Yeah, his hair. Oh, my God, wait. I'm going to find... <laughs> Guys, I'm going to send you this link because I'm looking at this thing right now that's just the trailer broken out into pictures, and I'm catching so much more. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I want to take it back. This trailer is great. Maybe well, yeah, I, just... so that, that, I also think that it's a 
it's not like an uncommon storytelling technique to write like before or after a climax, not before a climax, but like at like a big moment. If we take a, if we take Infinity War and Avengers Four as like one big storyline, it's not a crazy uh, storytelling device that halfway through when like the big event happens, then you go back in time and then tell something that informs what happens next. Like that's actually like a pretty useful and pretty common, well trod storytelling technique. So like. I don't mind that they did it in the way that they did it. I'm actually, I actually like the fact that they're putting Cap, like, they, because they could have in a different universe, they could have done it that Captain Marvel came out before Infinity War, and then the pager at the end ha- is much bigger. You know what I mean? Like people know exactly what's coming. But I like how they're still like, it's still a mystery to the audience of what that pager exactly means because we don't know what it means. Um, wait, quickly, guys. Mm-hmm. Go to photo 59 in the link I just texted you. All right. Please. That's Phil Coulson with the highlights. Not to take us back because you just made a much smarter point. That's fine. But he looks like a boy band member, and I didn't catch that in the trailer at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. This man's. Um, but sorry, while you guys are checking that, Jake, I love your. I Yeah. I think it would have actually kind of sucked now that I'm thinking about it to bring her before Infinity War and then make us sit through Infinity War because it kills. Like, if we see how powerful she is and then we go into Infinity War knowing that she's supposed to yeah. save us, it like I think it almost destroys Thanos and, like, everything that they built there. That hope at the end is super... Hello? Did I lose you guys? Okay, I think I lost you guys. Well, yeah, it is. Yep, I lost you guys. Well, that's nice. <laughs> All right, Wait, you sorry, I, I lost you guys. With you. <laughs> Thank you. No, I got to Thanos, and then uh, I the internet. I had to switch to the. I was actually on the non five G internet because I'm an idiot. Um, but yeah, yeah. There's five G now. What well, the it's hell? like a. It's I don't know why, but like my router has has a regular like one. My my Wi-Fi is Waiters Island, and so there's Waiters Island, and oh then, my God. And then Waiters really? Island 5G, and 5G is for the one for computers, and Waiters Island is for... You're um, Waiters Island? Dude, you're damn who's right your I team? am. Wait, who's your team, for the real? The Knicks, but I like Dion Waiters a lot. Enough to make him your Wi-Fi password, because, that's awesome. Not password, it's my Wi-Fi <laughs> or, name. sorry, network, network. Yeah. My Wi-Fi password, and since no one's going to come to my house, my Wi-Fi password is... Say it right now. Say is, your address, your Wi-Fi network name, my Wi-Fi password, password and is, your uh, unit number. My oh, Wi-Fi man. password is uh, let him cook, which is what you're supposed to do with Dion Waiters. You Wait, what is cook. it? It's let him cook, because you're supposed to let Dion Waiters cook. Um, oh my god, I hate you so much. It's okay, it's okay. Uh, but anyway... Yeah, so, yeah, I think it's just, I, I, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, also, a fun fact I just learned on IMDb Trivia is that uh, although Oscar winners have played superheroes before, uh, Brie Larson is the first Oscar winner to play the lead in an MCU movie, so that's exciting, which is kind of surprising, actually. Cause they get Cumberbatch pretty... doesn't have one? Uh, no, he's been nominated twice, okay. I want to say. Wait, uh, actually, sorry, and I want to hear what you guys think about this, but I don't think it's surprising at all, because... Marvel has done this twice now where it's movies. They don't have a lot of time to set them up or they're purposely not taking a lot of time to set them up. They put in characters that we already know and love. They've already established themselves versus all the other guys. If we're looking back, maybe with the exception of like Scarlett Johansson, Mm -hmm. we're not big before Marvel. Only Cumberbatch and Brie Larson have been big enough to headline a movie. Robert Downey Jr. 
Robert Downey so. Jr. was like coming off of his crazy. Yeah, but he was, I think, nominated for two Oscars beforehand. I'm just saying. No, that... he's a great actor, but he was like rebuilding himself versus yeah. somebody that's like at the height yeah, 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 of yeah. what they're doing right now. I'm and actually, I'm yeah. genuinely surprised. I'm genuinely surprised actually that Brie Larson. I'm happy, but I'm surprised that she's taking her career in the direction to do Captain Marvel because she could do. If I, what I expected from her after she won her Oscar is mm-hmm. I expected her to do like ten years of super dark deep dramas and i'm very glad that she's not because uh you know yes you can make like a bunch of great movies if you do that but you don't become a household name by making 10 rooms you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh so how long is her contract if we're really if she's the face of phase five it's got to be like yeah at least like a robert downey jr type contract yeah also and she's and i'm excited she's actually really good in the uh another action movie i've seen her in i think which is uh kong skull island which i think oh, is a, she is tremendous. which is i think that that's a super underrated movie i don't know about yes, you I see. like i was yeah, surprised by how much i enjoyed that movie we talked about it before too yeah like if if that movie's on, i think that movie actually is on one of the premium cable network rotations if any of y'all have someone's hbo go password i think it's HBO right now. Correction, it is actually on Cinemax Go. That's Cinemax Go. MaxGo.com. Watch mm-hmm. Kongswell Island because one, she's like, it's an action star in it. And it's also like, you know, uh, well, the main reason the best part of the movie is that John C. Riley is throwing like 500 mile an hour fastballs in it. But yes. um, <laughs> it's great. But yeah, so it's great. John Goodman's in it. John Obviously, in uh, it. Tom Hiddleston, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Um, now lot, now yeah, we're just naming actors. Damn. But when is this movie from, guys? 2016. Oh, so it's like no Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, okay. so I'm really excited because Brie Larson, I think, is uh, definitely has. Given that this story is this person who fell from the sky, who's like strange and is trying to figure stuff out about herself. There's a lot of actresses, and especially if you look at, like, the actresses that were considered, that are, like, just don't have, have, don't have the warmth necessary that I think that a lot of characters, a lot of actors, if, if you play someone falling from the sky, you could play it like the, like, this planet strange, like, I don't like, know you guys, I don't like you guys, but, like, Brie Larson plays it like that she's very, seems like she, she's in a strange planet, but isn't like standoffish about it and i think that that's something that makes you her likable immediately in the trailer that's not she's also yeah she's also hilarious yeah she's very funny one of the most likable parts is um for me just as a visual is seeing her walk around shield with the shield hat on i don't know (laughs) what it is about that but yeah Looks like a Mets hat. Yeah, there's there's actually a great still that I saw uh, that is her wearing a Nine Inch Nails t-shirt, which is how you know it's in the 90s. Yeah. (laughs) As if landing in the blockbuster wasn't enough. Also, before I get some angry comments... people are not going to understand shit. Before I get some angry comments, guys, I do know what blockbuster is. I'm not that young. I did Wait, Jake, how old are you? I'm 22. Oh my god, child... <laughs> you are three years older than me. What the hell is wrong? Three with you? years is a massive amount of time. Block, but you know what? That's the difference between being fourteen and going to Blockbuster and being eleven. Okay, that's a bad one. Being also, eight for the record, 11. I stopped going to uh, Blockbuster when I was like eight because my parents got in on Netflix when it was still the See? three DVDs a month. See, I mean, that's that's not that's not a. Doesn't know what Blockbuster is. Oh, Thank you. Man. 
Wait, that was my tweet. Credit me on that. Yeah, yeah, it was a good sorry. joke. Sorry. If that, I can slander, if I can slander Drake and young people all in one thing, and now, <laughs> well, there you now go. Now you can. There you go. There you go. I, I, you know, uh, just to get back to uh, Brie Larson, uh, <laughs> please do. I think she did a great job. Um, you know, I read a couple of stories leading up to this. Obviously, you could check out Entertainment Weekly. They did a story on the on on the movie. Um, Larson describes Danvers as a believer in truth and justice and a bridge between Earth and space. She's fighting between the flaws that are within her and all this good that she wants to try and spread and make the world a better place, which kind of feels exactly like what what uh, most of us who know her for the comics and who have seen her in uh, some of the uh, animated series that uh, Marvel has done before with her in it. Um, yes, yeah, pretty strong. Um, listen, as I said earlier, if we get something like, because you introduced this whole space stuff, then we could talk about Kang the Conqueror. We could get into a whole different types of things that the Avengers might see in the future. And that's what, like, this, I feel like this movie, like I said, is going to open a door to stuff that we've never seen before. And I'm just looking forward to seeing how they map that out for us, because this is just, this is the, this is the new wave. This is the new thing. Like the Avengers as we know them, are never going to be the same. Like after <laughs> after after Infinity War, that's what it is. It's not going to be the same. So while there's aspects of that that kind of sucks, we're going to miss some of the actors and and some of the characters. <laughs> I am looking. I I think this movie is going to reinvigorate the MCU. I really think we're gonna we're gonna just see something, which is like different. already at its like peak at the moment. Like it's yeah. at its highest point, and we're going to reinvigorate it. And make it better somehow. Yeah, your DC universe could never. No. <laughs> yeah, how many? I've got how many uh, lead actors in the MCU are announced that they're done after a big film? Sh- uh, shouts to you, Henry Cavill, getting out, taking the Vontae Davis way out, retiring halfway through. <laughs> Man, that's so funny. And then you got two Joker movies and two different storylines that have nothing to do with each yeah. other. I actually am. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, yeah. They're doing a Jared Leto one and a Joaquin Phoenix one. I'm Why? not gonna see the Jared Leto one. I probably am gonna see the Joaquin Phoenix one just because I'll like see like anything Joaquin Phoenix is in. Yeah, I'll, I like Joaquin Phoenix is because think about Joaquin Phoenix. Like Jared Leto is like the kid in high school who has no personality, so he makes up that he's insane. Like he's like, I gotta be insane because I don't have friends. That's why they all don't like me. But like mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix is a little unbalanced actually. So like I'm really excited <laughs> to see. Like, there's a great joke from, like, an old one of the old Golden Globes when Tina Fey and Amy Poehler hosted it, where it was like... One of my favorite films this year is the movie Her, mm-hmm. which, uh, yes. <laughs> which takes place, takes place in the not-so-distant future, which is perfect, because so does Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, which is something I think about every time I think <laughs> yeah. about him. I, I, w- I, I know I, w- I want to make this quick before we run out of here. Um, yeah. I, I, we didn't get a chance to really discuss this at all since we've been away for a while. Um... Wait, can the... I ask you a question about the trailer, though? As yeah, go ahead. Have you here? Of course. So, I mean, we've been talking about the idea of her discovering more about herself or just rediscovering. Mm-hmm. But all these scenes here where you see her in different instances, she's in different uh, outfits. Um, sometimes she's playing baseball. Sometimes she's in the army. She's a fighter jet. Like, all of this here, um, based on what you know or based on just, like, on your own intuition – are we looking at all this in the same reality or are we talking like different, like, cause we mentioned multiverse all this time. Mm-hmm. Like what I, are we? 
I think multiverse, there's a chance that gets introduced later as we go, whether we so uh, talk about not yet. Doctor Strange okay. 2, whenever that happens, um, mm-hmm. that it could be something that we see that in. Um, obviously, Avengers 4. Actually, Avengers Wong, 4 is where Wong we're going to see that. I he think we're going the multiverse, to see doesn't he? Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, Wait, get... so if you think we're going to see the multiverse in Avengers, in Avengers 4, wouldn't it make so much sense for us to introduce it now? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's introduced in depth in Captain Marvel. I don't think that the reason she doesn't remember Earth is because of the multiverse. I, okay. And I think also I think the whole reason why is just from a pure, you know, storytelling perspective is that... I get that, uh, and I see that too, when we sure. go When you go from her the scenes of her trying to remember stuff, it cuts to something going into her brain... So, like, I interpret it as, oh, her brain was wiped somehow. Like, that's yeah. what I interpret it as. Mm. My mm. guess is that, yeah, my guess is that when she got her powers, however she got her powers, which I'm sure they'll show, um, that will be the reason why her memories are scattered. And we'll see, you know, as she comes back to Earth, um, all of those start to come back. Um, something along those lines. But, uh, but Avengers 4, which, you know, this, man, there's so much about that movie that, I, I have so many thoughts and hot takes about that, but um, <laughs> but nonetheless, um, the thing that I wanted to bring up to you guys, we hadn't had a chance to discuss it. It seems like Guardians of the Galaxy three is in a lot of danger, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, uh, because you know because of the whole James Gunn situation. What do you guys make of it, Batista? That whole situation, um, and the cast, and basically everybody around that movie supporting james gunn with the all the petitions that have been signed in in favor of bringing him back even though it's clear that marvel studios isn't going to bring him back for this anybody can go batista's just for a while though i'm just gonna be honest you i think that's what it is yeah well no no just um outside of batista like everyone else signed that letter but they moved so on did yeah they moved on didn't they it was only batista that hasn't moved on yeah like, I, I get it, I get, and I think that ultimately if I, it's, like, I understand both perspectives, re- genuinely, I'm not just saying that, uh, mm-hmm. that, and I personally probably wouldn't have fired James Gunn, but I definitely don't begrudge Disney for doing so, mm-hmm. and I also right. think that, like, I actually was joking with a friend about it this weekend, like, D- D- Batista, like, you're not Star-Lord, like, they won't. <laughs> But, like, you threatening to leave is, like, not, like, okay. Like, you don't have – he doesn't have the ledger, leverage I think he do, think he thinks he does. Yeah. And so right. it's kind of like, dude, like, you actually – they will just say, okay, we'll make the movie without you. Like, back, stop. Like, right. <laughs> keep – keep protect your check. Like, don't – I don't know. Hey, like, if they brought, like, The Rock in to take over that, like, nobody, nobody's upset with that. I joke. mean, can be honest with you, it is such a better movie if The Rock plays it, it Right? Plays oh, my God. Like, it's just... <laughs> I can imagine. That's, that movie would be and, tremendous. I mean, for all the times that we, like, we've had our Batista fans in this pod, myself included, I yes. mean, I am not going to go out here and say, like, his acting is going to be missed. No, <laughs> I, and, I, and I don't mean it in a, like I'm only saying it now be, because of all of this. Just as saying like if you're laying down, like you're drawing the line there. Like I think you should need, be a little self aware as to like how much you're really valued in this, mm-hmm. at least in that respect. Now with the with the with the cast in favor of James Gunn, did any of you feel like did you any of you feel uncomfortable with that whole thing? That I mean, whole situation? Not really, because I already have made peace with the fact that Chris Pratt definitely voted for Trump. So, um, 
<laughs> I mean, I just don't get why some. I don't get why. Uh, I don't know. I I, I think that. I, I I get I get it though, because like it's a friend. I mean, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't sign that letter, but it's also I think it's a very far cry from. Like I think there's a huge difference between signing that letter. Mm-hmm. when some like defending someone who made like some bad joke like some inappropriate jokes and signing a letter like if someone like accused of assaulting a woman like i think that's a huge right. difference so like i'm not i wouldn't do it again but i also don't you know because they know james gunn and i don't really True. i think i think the reason why they made the letter honestly is because the criticism of james gunn a lot of it coming from like these alt-right trolls that basically uh dog up all this stuff is like they didn't just say like he should get fired because he's uh makes bad makes inappropriate jokes. The subtext was this is evidence he's secretly a pedophile, and so right. like that I, I get yeah. why they want to stand by him because the theory of the alt rights case is not true. Like he should be right. I I would have fired him. I mean I would I would have considered firing him because of the jokes, but James Gunn is ostensibly being accused of being a pedophile. Yeah. Right. No, that's a, that. No, that's fair. Um. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, I've talked about them to you guys, and I'm not gonna go into depth because it's it has nothing to do with love, really. But I do think that it, this is a significant moment in that, like, how much? Because I know Anthony, you are very strongly in favor of them, not strongly, but in favor of them firing him. And I think that that's. Uh, but I almost the reason why I wouldn't fire him is because if I just found those tweets in isolation, that would be one thing. But because it's so obvious that people are like this guy is a liberal we need to prove that he's a pedophile so he gets fired that makes me upset that that's why he got fired ultimately because he didn't get fired he got fired because a group of people wanted him fired and i think that that's a little unfair wow yeah for me it's like it's really tough because it's like yeah you could look at it that look at it from that standpoint but then i just look at it's like yo dog why are you why are you tweeting that yeah exactly i agree it's like just from a human standpoint forget forget the politics of it forget it's just from a humanity standpoint a moral standpoint they and weren't still up there after. yeah like they found I, deleted tweets right yeah is that yeah yes okay. yes i but no they weren't deleted they were still up oh they were still up. yeah yes? yeah yeah, I think I'm thing is, that, it, it definitely. I'm oh, once again. I have, I have no. I will not spend any moments of my life defending James Gunn. Uh, right. But I will say that I, I feel also like I feel like a lot of people were surprised by it. But I'm like, have, really? Have you never met a straight white guy who has nothing interesting about him before? Like every, <laughs> like I mean, I suppose it's strange that he tweeted it when he was in his 30s. But like, I'm not gonna pretend like when I was like 14, I wouldn't have thought those jokes were hilarious. But mm-hmm. it's just a question of like. I think it's just like, dude. I, I I do I do question his like maturity as a dude that like in his mid thirties, yeah. he's tweeting shit like that. Like At less is like less is like morality. Like because obviously I don't. I think there are moral questions. I think, but I think more than anything, it's a sign of just being immature to do that. Because like yeah, and even his apology kind of like had some of those like feelings linger still. Yeah, because like, it was kind of a non-apology. Yeah, is that fair to say? Yeah. yeah, yeah, true. That's fair. That's fair. It was it was a mi- it was a mixed apology. It, it wasn't quite right. a non-apology. It was like, uh, I'm sorry that this like offended people. Uh, which yeah, is... it was that apology. It was yeah, that apology is always the he's worst. He's not necessarily one. apologizing for it, but he's apologizing for how it offended others. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, so, so at the end of the day, you guys think like, what do you think they're gonna do? What do you think is gonna end up happening with the movie, which is supposed to allegedly be coming out in 2020, but it's been uh, on hold for a couple months now. They're gonna move on. 
Yeah, they're gonna find someone else. Plenty of people can. I yeah. mean, it's it's kind of been shown that like uh, a lot. I, I I think that and this is gonna sound terrible, but I think that because of the infrastructure around it, directing a Marvel movie is actually not that like there's it's not that short of a list of people who could do it you know i mean like because there's the infrastructure of like you don't have to like worry about a lot of the larger like problems the directors face like i think there's actually a pretty long list of people who would be capable of directing it it's not like james gunn's the only person who i think could direct a guardians of the galaxy movie um i think it'll be different but i also think that uh like different has been good in the past uh let's not forget that you know thor ragnarok exists so right uh, i think also um like you, you can never say because you don't know what that version would have turned out like. But we talked about it when it, with Ant Man with Edgar Wright. Like yeah. he got right. replaced during production, and at the time there was this huge uproar because there's no controversy in terms of like why he got removed. It was just a difference of opinions, and um, a lot of people said like, "Oh, there's no way this is not going to be good." But Ant Man and Ant Man Two definitely is one of our favorites. Yeah, like, it's, 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 it's really enjoyed. Right? It, yeah, it's just I, a different it didn't. Take and, it didn't ruin the movie. Like that's no. the thing. Like and it. it and I think that uh, these characters are bigger than, uh, like, there are situations where obviously, like, if uh, Taika Waititi wants to direct, like, the next Thor movie, if there's a next Thor movie, and he gets If he removed, wants to direct the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think he wants to, and I wouldn't. I, no. From interviews I've heard from him, it doesn't seem like he'd ever want to do, like, it seems like, if anything, he never wants to make a big budget movie again. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, like... Yeah, like, if they tried to take that away from me, I'd be upset. But, like, especially because Guardians of the Galaxy 2 wasn't good. Like, I'm not, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that's okay. why. I, I mean, like, it. something close to home for us, Jake, is, like, basically the, like, lost season of Community. Like, so, that's, I, I guess, yeah. like, the big fear. I suppose, yeah, that is the big fear. But I also would argue that, like, you know, the that I would say that Community is was much more Dan Harmon's baby than Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously. And also that see that 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 parallel would only make sense if season three of Community wasn't also good. Like Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy two is not that good, so like it's not. No, 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 and yeah, and that's what it is. But I think um, that's not a bad comparison, at least in the sense of that people at least look at Guardians of the Galaxy as like James Gunn's thing. Yeah, and I and I think much. that that's I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy definitely is of all of the big franchises in the mcu i think is the most his baby of all of them like i think he definitely mm-hmm. was given the most leeway but i also think that you see i guarantee you he got more freedom in guardians of the galaxy 2 and look how that turned out so yeah that's a good point yeah. <laughs> all right so all right so finally before before we leave i i do want i do want to ask uh, a couple of uh sh- show show questions for the future i i figure do you guys want to do venom uh, do you guys want to do venom honestly i'll see it and let you know yeah, because okay. if I have isolation, isolation, right? It's like an isolation Marvel it's, movie. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a Sony, it's a Sony slash Marvel. Movie. I also well, though would not be. If we're sub- doing Deadpool. Gotta do yeah, Venom. Yeah, yeah, we should. Yeah, well, and we I definitely have to do yeah. Deadpool too before yeah. we do Venom. What? Who? Venom. Yeah. Who's? I don't know what you this guys. This is source. Are I I don't know her. No. Uh, but, oh really? But yeah, mm-hmm. I think that Venom uh is I the thing I want to know about Venom just from the trailers, and we'll talk about it more when we do a pod on it is. Like, obviously, yes, the character Venom has, like, a fun, like, a voice, like, with, like, a weird deep, but what the oh, hell oh, is yes. Tom, no, but what the hell is Tom Hardy doing in his regular voice? Like, I, I, do, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. Like, what the hell is that? Like, that's, doesn't he have a British accent? Yes. No, but the thing why? is, he, no, that's he's been, a, no, but he's done. He's done. Warrior as well, He's done I mean, that's his decent American, American accents accent. before, 
But I, there's a great, there's a theory I heard on like a Ringer Rewatchables pod about Mad Max that Tom Hardy's career has been irreparably damaged by playing Bane because now every role he does, he has to do some type of voice. Like he can't not do a voice. And if you look at every major role he's done since uh, Dark, The Dark Knight Rises, like it really is true. Like I don't know what the hell he's doing with that performance. I, I mean, I'm excited to see it because it's you know going to be interesting to say the least. But yeah, yeah, we should definitely do it. Um, but I do have to run in a second, so let's wrap this. Shit Let us wrap dig up. this up. All right, Sounds good. Uh, I want to thank everyone for being on the podcast. Uh, Anthony, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter at AC Spotlight nine five AC Spotlight Podcast. I don't know when I'm doing it again, but hopefully soon. Also, I'm all over the place. I'm back to back doing a whole bunch yep. of things. You already know. Appreciate y'all for following. The King of Canada. At- <laughs> the furthest from it. Um, at Black Dragon Roll. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, neat. Um, you can find me on Twitter. It's N-I-T-Z-B-L-U-V. On Instagram, maybe. It's N-I-T-Z-N-A-T-Z-B. And uh, I don't know. I'm on podcasts here and there. And yep. I do shit. All right. I'm Jay Christie <laughs> at the Jay Christie. I have another podcast called Sorted History. Uh, I actually will let you guys know. I'm going to bleep these both out. But I actually am working on uh, doing a pod in the next week with... Uh, about uh because that feels pretty mm, apropos mm, now mm. uh but yeah so uh check me out on that podcast and this is probably the last pod we'll do before we all see each other in uh, fuck yeah oh. no so, no can we do deadpool 2 before that? okay so we'll can we can just stop no i'm serious guys. I'm you kidding. know you no no, no yeah stop. we can just pick sure. a day and i'll watch it by then just okay any day we'll do oh, that we'll, we'll do, do that off the yeah air. we'll do it next week yeah we'll do that okay. next that week good. and then okay and then after that you. i'll talk about how you're gonna get your feeds overloaded with uh you know sentimental photos of us and uh oh. And oh, yeah. Neat's being sentimental in the moment, but then afterwards acting like, no, nah, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> Man, fuck All right. Y'all. All right. <laughs> Basically. Uh, all right. Love all right, y'all. Guys. I'll talk to y'all later. All right. All bye-bye. Right, Be easy.